Good morning. My name is Barb, and I'm a practitioner intern, and I'll be leading you through your morning prayer this morning. So let us bow our heads and close our eyes as we breathe in deeply, grounding down through our feet, connecting to all that is. And as we exhale, may we know the words I speak, I speak for all. And if my words do not resonate with you, just let them wash away with ease and grace. There is but one presence in the universe, one divine infinite intelligence. And since this one presence, in which I call God, is manifest in and through all, it must be manifest in and through me. And therefore, this presence must also manifest itself in and through all forms, all people, and all conditions. This presence is life itself, and its nature is love and givingness. It is a divine presence, a holy presence, and a perfect presence. It is a law that heals and makes whole, that prospers and makes happy. This is the law of my life, and this is the good I meet everywhere within everyone. And I know this presence expects me to live in wisdom and love, and this I do. I know that with creative thinking impressed upon this presence for good, there are no impossibilities. I know that God wants me to have all the good I can imagine. Just as I know, this life is God's life, God's gift placed within me. I recognize this divine presence everywhere, within every person, in every condition I meet. I love and adore this presence, and I know that it responds to me, through me. I am so thankful I live in a universe of divine order, and the law of good, the law of love, is forever giving itself to me. And I'm so grateful that this divine and perfect law is circulating through me now. Its rhythm is in my heartbeat. Its perfection is in every organ, action, and function of my physical body. I love knowing love and divine perfection is circulating through everything now. And I release these words and this knowing into the law, accepting them as the truth of my being, for now and forever, and together we say, and so it is. Our guest speaker today is a longtime member and active supporter of our center. He met his beautiful wife, Nicole, at the center, and Wayne's pride and joy are his two wonderful children. Wayne works with groups and organizations that want to be highly entertained and more productive. Over the last 20 years, he has presented for over 4,000 audiences worldwide. Wayne has appeared on national television shows, radio programs, and has presented to such clients as IBM, General Motors, and the Princess Cruise Lines. Through his motivational presentations and comedic hypnotist shows, Wayne entertains and educates and shows his audiences how to wake up to the power of their minds and to perform like champions there are. Speaking today on giving it away, what you need to keep and what you need to give away, Mr. Wayne Lee. Thank you very much. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be back home. So it was about... I've got to step down here so I can see you all. Now, do you know why they really brought me here today? First, I should ask the question, how many of you are going to the gala? Okay. So that's about half. So by the end of this talk, the other half, you'll have this uncontrollable urge and desire to buy not only one ticket, but for someone else as well. Uh, besides, besides hypnotizing you to do that, uh, 
when they asked me, I said, of course, I would love to come back again because I, um, I came here, I, I, I don't know the exact date, but over 12 years ago, and I stepped in here and I, I'd seen this very charismatic gentleman on the stage. And I've always been drawn to the teachings of science of mind, power of the mind. I mean, I was drawn to hypnosis, what that is. I'll share a little bit about the insights. Some of you that have seen me talk before, I'll go back into some of the stories that I like sharing. And then I have a few new, new ideas for you as well. Um, but when I'd seen this gentleman up here, he is talking and, and I'm going, wow, I'm drawn to his presence, his magnetic quality, and his heartfelt uh, expression. And obviously I'm talking about Patrick. So I'm going, wow, this is, this is like home for me. And I'm going, but he looks strangely familiar. And then I said, I must be in the right place. And then I found out that not only was he an actor, but I had seen him in Lethal Weapon 3, and he was the uh, guy that pulled Danny Glover off the toilet. <laughs> for those of you that don't know that, you do now. <laughs> and I said to myself, as wacky as that is, this is the place for me. I mean, what other place could you have somebody that uh, is heartfelt and an actor and sharing? And, and so we're all a little unique, all a little uh, uh, weird at times. And that was good because it allowed me to express my weirdness, gave me validation, uh, not to please others per se, but just follow what I love to do. Because uh, I think that's my journey. And I think that's a lot of people's journey is, is pleasing others instead of following your truth. Uh, when they asked me, what, what do you, what's your talk? I mean, I was on the road. I, I said, uh, give it away. Mm -hmm. It just came to me because I have an acronym for, for it. And for those of you that have heard me talk before, you know I love my acronyms. So sometimes I will just shoot a lot of acronyms out at you. But um, uh, I'll, I'll preface it with the story last, uh, last night. Actually, I was in Vancouver doing a show for the pharmacy technicians of BC. And I go through a process where I take people through three steps. Uh, how many of you are familiar with the three steps that I take people through? Okay, well, this is great. I'll share that with you. It's, uh, it's the GPS formula. I call it our GPS because we have an internal navigation system, which is our subconscious mind. It always lets us know that we're on track because of how we feel. So let me ask you a question. When you're feeling bad, are you on course or off course in, in relation to what you want? You're off course, right? Uh, so you have to change your thoughts so you're congruent, you feel good, and then you perform better. So I teach people how to feel good uh, most of the time. Not always easy, though, because we've got a lot of negative programs, right? And so to change those negative programs, we have to, uh, like the teachings here, so congruent to what I do in terms of think a better thought. Yet a lot of times people are trying so much, they're resisting because it's about letting go. It's about accepting and about just being in the flow. Flow. Uh, the acronym for flow is feeling love operate within. So when you, uh, and, and, and if you feel like it, it's um, something you want to write down, please do, because when you write something down, what happens? See how you took that hypnotic suggestion? <laughs> it crystallizes in your mind. I'm a profound note taker, so I will be out there and I'll just take notes, because it really does, um, the words will then ingrain into your mind. Uh, getting back to the, to the story about uh, last night, I'm teaching them the three steps to success. And I asked the question, uh, what is your gold medal? What's your goal? Some big, bold goal. And because I have a story to tell, that I call it my silver medal story, where I, I thought of getting into the, the, the finals in the uh, wrestling finals of the amateur wrestling championships because I was a wrestler. And that's what I did. But I didn't win the gold because I was always focused on just getting into the finals. So, you know, all these people uh, yesterday were writing down their goals. And I'm like, 
that's pretty cool. Got all of them writing down their goals. And one lady wrote down a goal. I don't know what it was. But at the end of this whole uh, seminar, they were drawing for a trip to Mexico. And so uh, they drew the lady's name. And the lady stand, she stood up and she started to yell and scream. And she was so excited. She came up and she says, Wayne Lee, get up here. I said, okay. What did I do? And she took her card up. And she showed me the card, and the card was, I am going to win the trip to Mexico today. <laughs> and she also said, and I got six kids, so I deserve it. <laughs> I said, you bet. I said, uh, law of attraction, mind power in action. So it was, just, it was just a good validator for me coming here today, what I'm going to share with you in the brief time that I have with you. And what I'm going to share with you is give it away. What is it? And it represents infinite truth. Now, interesting enough that here, we kind of are welcoming all religions, all practices. And each person has maybe a different way of doing that. And so my question is, what is your infinite truth within you? What is the truth within you that needs to come out that you need to share with others? Because there's a couple things that stop us, and the small it are those interfering thoughts. You know what I'm talking about? So those interfering thoughts are those negative little, can be very nasty, can be very subtle, but the thoughts that aren't congruent with your truth. And to spew out another acronym, truth is to really understand the heart. So from that heart, that desire, that childlike essence of who you are, what is it that you really want in life? What are those things? I think Referencing back to the path of wealth. Wealth is a lot of things, but it's being abundant in all areas of life. So those things that you really, really want, when you're in the it, when you're completely congruent with it, then you are starting to see more of those things in life. But when you have those small it's, the interrupting thoughts, the interfering thoughts, what happens? You have tension, you have stress, you have struggle. So you block yourself. So you've got to be able to let go of those and focus more on those things. I think you all get that, right? You get it. Yeah. So let me tell you my story backing up. So it wasn't grade 10. I set the goal for myself to make it into the finals of the Canadian Amateur Wrestling Championships. A lot of people ask me where I learned hypnosis. So I always like to tell this story. Is, um, and, and a lot of uh, people that are going to be here on the Friday or going to be at the gala on Friday... Some of you want to watch, but how many of you actually want to get hypnotized on Friday? Okay, two of you. <laughs> there was more than two of you. But a lot of times people get hypnosis confused with sleep or mind control. And in essence, hypnosis is what we're doing to ourselves all day long through how we're thinking, how we're giving ourselves suggestions, or more importantly, how other people are giving, our, giving ourselves suggestions, giving ourselves in the sense of we're adopting them and then they become our belief patterns, but that's not our truth. Does that make sense? So those things that we pick up and automatically when you feel off or you feel negative, you know it's an indicator that that's not your truth. So it just means to get back in alignment, get back into harmony and feel really good. So you have to pick those, those thoughts that you want. So hypnosis is just letting go of those negative thoughts and accepting a new belief, a new um, thought into your subconscious, which I'll talk a little bit about here today, and then it becomes a habit. 
Because how many of you work out of habits? How many of you do automatic things? You get up in the morning and then right away, boom, you're doing something, you're boom. Or I'll give you another example. Is you get up, you stub your toe, and then you trip over the coffee table and you spill the coffee on you. And guess what happens? It just magnifies, right? So how many of you ever had that bad day? And it's not the bad days that count, it's how you deal with those bad days. So your state of being and controlling your emotional state is everything. And it really means that you have the power to own everything and that infinite truth. You turn the negative into the positive, flip your thoughts. So where that happened for me is when I set the goal for the getting into the Canadian Amateur Wrestling Championships. And I said to myself, and this was a big bold goal because I'm thinking to myself, I am going to make it into the finals. That would be an awesome goal. I was in Sherwood Park at one of the best wrestling programs in Canada with the best wrestlers, so I knew I had all of this support. So when, as soon as I set that goal, I had a, a mantra or an affirmation that I said to myself, and here's the affirmation. I'm going to make it into the finals. I'm going to make it into the finals. Have you ever said something over and over each day, whether good or bad, and it becomes your truth? So every day I said that, and I went out and I wrestled a whole bunch of tournaments, won some tournaments, lost a whole bunch of tournaments, but I learned a lot. And I had this feeling before each match, like a sick feeling, almost like, I better go to the washroom. Have you ever had that? <laughs> a lot of people get it when they come up to speak. It's one of the, 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 the fearful things, uh, because people are too preoccupied about what other people are going to think of them, instead of just giving value. For me, I said that affirmation over and over. I'm going to make it to the finals. I'm going to make it to the finals. And I'd get out there and it would, in spite of the fear, I would overcome. I would act upon wrestling and, and uh, finally made it into the uh, wrestling uh, nationals. And there I was thinking, I'm going to do this. I can do this. So I wrestled my first three matches and I win those matches. And I was like, yes. One more match. If I win that match, I would get into the finals and I would achieve my goal. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to make it into the finals. I'm going to make it into the finals. So I get on the mat. It's a three-minute mat, straight time, and the whistle blows. I'm wrestling somebody that's a lot stronger than me as well as has more experience. But I'm thinking, I'm going to make it into the finals. I'm going to make it into the finals. So three minutes goes by. The whistle blows. It's a three-all tie. Sudden death overtime. But I get one minute with my coach. And my coach is telling me all these things. Great coach, knows everything. And to this day, I have no idea what he said. Because all I'm thinking to myself is, I'm going to make it into the finals. I'm going to make it into the finals. I was like in a trance before I even knew what hypnosis was. And so I get back in the mat. Whistle blows. We go out of bounds. Come back on the mat. I'm ready to go again. But the referee comes, holds my wrist, and raises my hand. Yes! Well, thank you. I make it into the finals, I achieve my goal, my goal, I got into the finals. Guess what, the next day I'm going for the gold medal and guess what, I lose. But here's the punchline, here's the punchline. The person that I lost to actually lost to the person that I beat to get into the finals. It occurred to me, oh my goodness, I could have beat that guy? And I told my coach that, I was in frustrated even though I, I, I achieved my goal. He says, well you know Wayne, you need to fix your focus. Wow. Fix your focus. And, he said, and I said, what do you mean? He said, well, what did you focus upon? Getting into the finals. It was a self-fulfilling prophecy, and it was a really good validator and indicator that the teachings here are the teachings of life, is that what we focus upon expands. Absolutely amazing. It was very profound. And so the next five years, I said to myself, 
I am going to win the gold. And guess what? I won the gold. My big goal, well, yeah, thank you. <laughs> it gets worse, though. The big goal for me was to make it into the Olympics. I mean, when somebody said, Wayne, what, what's your goal in life? Make it to the Olympics, be a teacher. Teacher was, <laughs> was actually a default because, <laughs> and I love teaching, I do, but that was my number one thing, that passion. Have you ever wanted something so, so much, maybe you're living it right now, that you eat, live, and breathe it? I mean, I travel all over the world doing what I do now, and a lot of people say, well, that travel schedule, that's crazy, you got kids and that. And it's a balance, it is a balance, but I wouldn't do it unless I didn't love it, I wouldn't do it. I have to love something like that. So that's the, the key, is what is that love? Well, my love was wrestling, and I had this passion, this, this absolute passion for it, but interestingly enough, I had a block when it came to the Olympics, because there was this guy that was really good, I mean, he was good, and when I'd seen him, when I'd seen him he had already been to the Olympics, he was older than me, he was, he was a really good athlete, and when I'd seen him, and it came time for the Olympic trials and that, here's what I said, I don't think I can beat him. And that kept playing out, and that kept playing out. And guess what? I didn't beat him. <laughs> and so I then realized after my wrestling career, becoming a teacher, it was wonderful, it was great, but there was also something else out there for me. I just didn't know what, because I wanted to follow that infinite truth. I knew that I had, and I was very grateful for the fact that I had been in a sport that I loved. Uh, it was my passion, and whatever I did later on in life, I would have to feel that same passion. I'd have to breathe it. I'd have to eat it. And so teaching was good, but there was something about being in the classroom, and maybe it was the kids. I just couldn't handle them. <laughs> I would say to them, I'd say, at the end of this class, if you guys are good, I will do a magic trick for you. <laughs> Didn't matter if they were good or not. I just wanted to end that class. It was tough. It was hard. But I love teaching. I love the aspect of teaching. Uh, and then, you know, I thought, hey, this is, this is going to go good. But there was something else out there for me. And you know, for you, what's that something else? Is there something else you're looking for? Just be open to it and it will come. The it will come to you because it's always you. It's inside. It's your inner talent. That's also the it. So interestingly enough, I'm out at a nightclub one night watching a hypnosis show. I had never thought I'd be a hypnotist, but I was very intrigued with the power of the mind. In fact, one of the first books I picked up, I actually have it here. It's Creative Visualization by Shakti Gawain. Anybody hear of it? And the reason I'm, I'm just bringing this book out, just showing it like this, because books can change your life. Books can change your life, because if you feel drawn, if you ever go into a bookstore and you just like grab something, it's like, whoa, that's meant to be. So this book changed my life because it really validated the visualization that I was doing in hypnosis, uh, or I should say in wrestling. But when I'd seen this hypnosis show, there was something that connected where I'm going, oh, wow, that's amazing. Like, what's happening in the mind? What's happening with the suggestion? And all these people are doing these weird, wacky things on stage. And I was there with my girlfriend at the time, watching this hypnosis show. And it was so profound and so fascinating, I didn't even believe it was real until the hypnotist did a suggestion. And keep in mind, this is in a, night in a nightclub, so it got a little bit racy. And don't worry, on Friday, everybody does get their clothes back at the end of the show. If you're not laughing at that, that was a joke. You do get them back. All these people on stage were doing these really weird, wacky things. I'm going, wow, this is mind-blowing. But it wasn't until the hypnotist gave a suggestion that I started to believe in the stuff. And the stuff was, this was the suggestion. He had everybody up on stage think they had, they had lost their belly button. Funniest thing I'd ever seen. Because he then directed them out into the audience to look for your belly buttons. 
look in your, yeah. And they were digging deep, trust me. So I was there for my girlfriend at the time, and I, I didn't hear anything from her. I'm like, what? She should be laughing at that. And as I turn and I look at her, I kid you not, there she was, looking for her belly button. She got hypnotized right beside me, right there. And because I knew her, I knew this was real. And being a young guy, I said, I want to learn how to do this. <laughs> we all do things for different reasons. We got drivers and motivators. So at the end of the show, the hypnotist gave a suggestion where he had everybody fall in love with him. And if you ever wanted to know what it was like to date a hypnotist, I found out that night. Because he just put his hand out like that and they fell in love and danced with him. And the turning point for me to really get me into this was at the end of the show, he had somebody that uh, he danced with at the end and then I thought it was all over. But then he looked at my girlfriend and he did this. And she in the, sitting beside me in the audience, she did this. I had the power of suggestion, the power of persuasion in action, and that's what it was. And uh, that was a turning point, because I said to myself, when I learn how to do that, I'll do that a whole lot. Uh, one of the questions I get, did I marry that girl? Well, obviously, you know, I met Nicole here, so I, I didn't marry that girl. The other hypnotist did. <laughs> Not a true part to the story, but would have made a great ending. <laughs> that, got me, that got me into... Um, following what hypnosis is, and I just want to say, because there's so many misconceptions about it, is what hypnosis is, is what we do here. It's the power of thought, power of thinking in action. So when you are continually absorbed upon something and thinking it is your truth, that's a trance. That is hypnosis. How powerful is that? Think about how we create a reality. It first starts in the, the mind as an idea, as a thought, and then it becomes real. We attract the people, places, things, events, opportunities, and ideas, as if by magic. But the magic is how you direct your mind, how you own it, how you own your infinite truth. So my question is, what is your infinite truth? Because it also chunks down to what are your ideal things? What are the things that you want in life? More money, better health, maybe a relationship, or losing the one you're with now? That was a joke, too. Well, maybe not. I don't know. But again, it comes down to everything that you have right now has been a result of how in tune you have been to your infinite truth. And so it has nothing to do with anyone else. It really doesn't. I know from personal experience, looking in the mirror and realizing that I've done everything myself, good, bad, indifferent, and I have to own that and be grateful for everything that's in there and then own it. So I'm going to end with... My signature thing that I love to do, because if nothing else, you'll come up with one tool here today where you will, you will feel good, that you know you're going to be on course, into the infinite truth, and you'll get more of what you want in life. Does that sound good? Before I do that, though, I've got to sell you on some magic, because a very um, special person in my life gave me a magic kit when I was in grade two, and that was my mom. And from that day, that has actually inspired me, and I've looked at connecting the dots back to that. And that's one of the reasons what I'm doing, why I'm doing this today, being up on stage and being you know, in front of a lot of people performing and sharing my message because of that magic kit. So I want to share one of the first things that I ever learned. How many of you believe in magic? Okay, first name. Yeah, Lorna, have we met before? Okay, did I do the magic thing with you? Lorna, come on up, give Lorna a big round of applause. And then we'll do a real quick uh, little visualization here. Okay, Lorna. 
Are you coming on Friday? Say yes. No, say yes. yes. Good. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to get you out here. This is one that I do all the time, but I, I, I think people like it, and it, it's, a, it's a good way to validate how our thoughts create our reality. Okay, so think of a card. Do you play cards, Lorna? Okay, think of one card in a deck of cards. Okay. Got it? Can't be the Joker, because I'm here already. That's why I'm not a comedian. So you got your card. Okay. I have a deck with me, and I may need you to hold my mic, but I want you to think of one thing. Um, is it a red card? Yes. Queen of Hearts? No. Say it is. Okay. It looks good. There we go. Okay, it is, and I'm not that good. But what card did you think of? Eight of Diamonds. That's right. Okay, the card that I was actually thinking, I was thinking and I was penetrating into your mind right there. I was thinking of a card, and the card that I was thinking that went into your mind, thoughts are powerful, aren't they? Not only do we think thoughts to influence ourselves, but we can influence others just by, it's almost like osmosis. Energy is everything. So Eight of Diamonds, right? So the card I got reversed in here is the card I was thinking. Take this mic. Eight of diamonds. Let's see. Where is this? It's really neat and night. Oh, there's a card. you see it, Orna? Yeah. Take it out. Look at it and show everybody. Eight of diamonds. Wow. Give Lorna a big round of applause. Take my mic again. Wow. Amazing. Thank you. Ask me how I did it. How'd you do it? Magic. <laughs> Give her a big round of applause. I got a gift for you after, okay? Do we have the music? Bill, can we put that music on? Okay, I'm going to finish up. I'm going to finish up in three minutes here. So um, all I'm going to get you to do is uh, think of one thing that you really want. Um, make it as specific as you can or make it as general as you want, but something that juices you, something that makes you feel good because then you know you're on course. You got that one thing? In a moment, I'm just going to get you to close your eyes. And when you do, I'm going to just take you through this wonderful little creative visualization. I call it pretending, because in order to get something of your, your intention, your intending, you got to pretend it. So close your eyes. If you feel comfortable doing that, you'll uh, use your imag imagination more effectively. And now what I want you to do is know this, that deep within your heart, there's a magical spark that lights the fire of your imagination. It's it. It's your infinite truth. And your imagination is your plan-making department. Your imagination is also it, because you imagine thoughts. You imagine things, your ideal things. So whatever you're imagining, make it bright, make it bold, make it beautiful, make it bigger. The beautiful thing is being a kid like this, just playing and pretending is that you're actually making reality happen right now. And on the count of three, what I want you to do is get childlike. I want you to pretend as if you've achieved it. Keep your eyes closed so you don't get distracted and you can fist pump or shout or maybe some of you are so into it you'll even have a tear down your cheek but whatever it is keep your eyes closed and notice the feeling of having achieved it already on the count of three. One, two, three. You just did it. Now keep your eyes closed and be it. Be still and bathe in the emotion of what I call bliss. Just put a little smile on your face like, you can do it, you can do anything. And that feeling becomes even more powerful. It magnifies, it amplifies. And there's a color to that feeling, a color. Whatever that color is, I want you just to lock onto it, think of it, be it. And from this day forward, anytime you think of that color, boom, bam, shazam, you feel so much power, excitement. You'll do one thing every day until you've achieved that goal. Then you move on to the next. You want more of that feeling? Sure, it's there. 
feeling in your heart. Just put your hand to your heart now. Keep your hand to your heart and notice it activates that feeling. And from this day forward, anytime you think of that color and or put your hand to your heart, boom, bam, shazam. You feel good. You feel amazing. You'll do one thing every day until you've achieved your dream, goal, aspiration. You feel fantastic. Now that you know that to be so very true ingrained in your mind, body, heart, and soul, on the count of three, you'll open your eyes, feel wonderfully refreshed, totally fantastic, not only ready to take on the day, but ready to take on the week and the year. One feeling fantastic, two, and three. Eyes open. We can take the music down. Thank you so very much for allowing me to, um, to be here and to share my message and to share my it. I obviously love what I do and I want to share it with so many and uh, so many that already get it. So thank you very much. If you want more to reinforce what you just did, I do have, it looks like a business card back there, and that actually is a 10-week video program that I actually sell on my website for like $100, but I'm giving it away. So if you want one, take it, and the only thing I'd like you to do with it is use it. You guys have been awesome. Thank you.